mind if I ask your name? No, of course not. My name's Relina Dorlin. You're not related to the Vice Foreign Minister by any chance, are you? I'm his disobedient daughter. <laughs> I hope you'll forgive me. It seems I've said something to upset you. No, don't worry about it. Can I go and see Hiro now, please? Hiro? Are you sure that's really what his name is? This is the Endless Schmaltz Podcast, a podcast where we go back and we, we take a look at things from our past and see how they hold up. Were they as good as we remembered? Are they worse? Are they better? And currently, we're going over the Gundam Wing anime series. My name is Steve Yurko, and I'm joined by my friends, Zach. Hey, everyone. Ed. Hello. And Jose. Hi. And today we're talking about episode three, Five Gundams Confirmed. Before we start, I just wanted to mention something that I found in my drawer in between uh, this episode and the previous one. It was a little manga volume that I bought in uh, 2006, I want to say, probably during my freshman year of college. It's called Gundam Wing Battlefield of the Pacifists. <laughs> like, uh, Is it those, like the small little books? Yeah, they're a little smaller than regular manga. And just to give you a taste, I'm sure we'll talk about it on a later episode, but uh, just to read the, the blurb on the back. After years of bloody war between Earth and its orbital colonies, delicate peace has been reached in the solar system. But when the automated weapons factory of Volcanus is found drifting through the asteroid belt, <laughs> it's a race to find out who will shift the balance of power. Oh, I think will that's be- between the movie. Because I think right. that thing is important in the movie. I forgot. Oh, maybe. Will it be Captain Broden, idealistic commander of the last remaining Oz fleet, or Victor Gaines, charismatic leader of the watchdog group, the perfect peace people? <laughs> None of those characters show up in Gundam Wing. Uh, I know, Only Hiro Yui and the other Gundam pilots stand between Vulcanus and another interplanetary war. What terrible names, guys. Yeah, so Battlefield of the Pacifist is the definitive explanation of what happened between Gundam Wing, TV series, and the movie sequel, Endless Oh, Waltz. That is right. It actually says it on here, okay. oh. and the uh, yeah, and the front is definitely uh, the printing on the front is definitely crooked. Well, so. endless Waltz definitely never talks about that. No, they do <laughs> talk about the asteroid. I remember that. I remember the asteroid. That's what they throw into the sun, right? Isn't that? That's God, I, thing that I did not. I did not watch the uh, the no, movie. No, I'm almost positive that they try and throw no, something into the sun. I yeah, watch, I know they do. Waltz, they do, but that's something else. Oh, okay. I did not watch Endless Waltz the last time I watched the show. So it's probably been 15 years. Oh, yeah. It's been yeah. at least I, 10 years. I own it on DVD because I, I bought it just used forever ago. I'm like, oh, wow, Endless Waltz. And I don't think I ever watched it. <laughs> but I own it. All right, so like we got some Gundam Wing talk, right, Steve? Yeah. Let's start with uh, episode three. Once again, the title's called uh, Five Gundams Confirmed. Uh Oh, does that mean we're going to see them all together in this episode? Spoilers. No. <laughs> Why no. did you spoil that for me, Steve? Because I don't want to get your hopes up. Well, should we all say spoilers abound? So go watch the episode first. Well, <laughs> I feel like that needs to I, just be said. I can't imagine us having a 30-minute a non-spoilery <laughs> discussion of yeah. a show that's 20 years old. <laughs> you but, should have seen it by now. Yes, you should have. I don't know. If, if, you're, if you're listening to us... Without ever watching Gundam Wing, uh, bless your heart, but take the time. Take the time. This is really it. this is really for uh, fans who have a schmaltzy, let's say, you know, nostalgic view of this series, and are like it's almost as if we'd call this podcast 
that because <laughs> because yeah. so it's if you just it, explain our title if you've seen it when you were a kid and you go back yeah what would you think about it i mean we kind of talked about them in the last two episodes i think we're ready to get into it though but all right let's do we, it we start off with the aristocratic uh trace kushranada who's okay. out who's he's out in his backyard uh with his video he, phone he is with, <laughs> always with Skype, the video <laughs> talking with his bff his uh, space guys sex. <laughs> shooting things and he's shooting things and i immediately thought uh trey trey's is phantom limb from venture he brothers is. oh my god i didn't even realize that <laughs> it's like, yes and it, go ahead zex do what you gotta do kill anyone you have i gotta go examine the roostoffs <laughs> <laughs> that kind of turned into zex towards the end like they had some sort of combination but uh, no time for that. Hero is on the cross hospital table for your sins. <laughs> because so the greed table. Uh, which, why don't you I guess he, he was brought into the hospital and knocked out, but they say later on that he was, like, giving them problems. I, I, I didn't get it. I, yeah. There's also a scene later on that makes absolutely no sense. Yeah. But, uh, Ed, why don't you talk about this whole uh, this, this imagery of the cross? Uh, as I say... Whenever Japan uses Western religion, even Eastern religion, but Western religion especially, it's like the uh, the Japanese kanji tattoo on a surfer dude. Like it's all it's all window dressing. It doesn't really mean anything. Mm-hmm. Well, he he actually does have blood dripping down from his arm during this, which I guess is important for later. But I mean, just to yeah. in, intensify the crucifix image there. Mm-hmm. So then we're introduced to Major Sally. I completely forgot her name when I was first watching. It, what the no, hell is her name again? I, I her name is the most memorable name on the entire show, Major guess, Sally. Uh, it's very <laughs> yes, easy to remember. But she is the uh, uh, one of the most competent people in the show, really. She is, yeah. Here's like, one of the most I, average people. Yeah. What is? What's her last name? It can't be Sally. This is like uh, Major Major from uh, um, Catch Twenty Two. But if Sa- if Sally's not her last name. Why do they call her Major Sally? Maybe it's like, like a nickname. Hey, like Major Sally. Like Officer Dan. You know? <laughs> or, uh, no, Officer Crowley. Oh, I was right. It is, it's Sally Poe. P.O. I notice is when they're looking up all the uh, all the computer information that they don't want you to pay attention to. But I paid attention to it anyway because I saw Adobe Photoshop listed. <laughs> oh, really? It, it was just this big thing about Twain. What the hell is Twain? I have no idea. Did they just Twain? copy and paste? You- like. Photoshop users with Twain-supported devices to use the acquire command to control image acquisition from within the Adobe Photoshop's program. New scans or frame grabs appear as untitled Adobe Photoshop documents. This module is based on the specification supported by a number of hardware and software providers. Ah. So did they just copy and paste a freaking Photoshop manual? Yeah, they just yes, that's uh, we need some English that no one's going to pay just, attention to. And it just keeps repeating over and over again. Yes, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't realize Photoshop was that old. Oh yeah, no, oh, Photoshop's been around for a long time. Yeah. yeah. So then they're trying to think. Um, hmm, this is, he is mysterious. What should we do? And the one guy's like, "How about truth serum?" No, we can't use truth serum. That's immoral. We have him strapped down on a crucifix. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, he goes outside on the phone. Yeah, the payphone. Like he's <laughs> on. Just have a lunch prepared for me. <laughs> Duo. Every sentence he just makes that sound. Yeah. Uh, and then we see Wu Fei setting stuff on fire and realizing they're not taking me seriously. Enough. I think that's the one I wrote here. That Wu Fei is humorless. He's a humorless dick. 
He's like, no one's taking me seriously. I'm yeah, like, just because I'm setting everything on fire. I see a sea of fire. <laughs> There's a little scene with, with sex before that, but um, yeah, this Wu Fei stuff is just great. Uh, and then probably my favorite scene uh, here is between, or my favorite dialogue here, it's between Relina and Major Sally. Um, and Major Sally, what do you think that handsome young boy there? Do you know anything about him? And all these just really weird lines. Normal boy. Can I go see that normal boy now? <laughs> um, and and Relina's like, quote unquote, acting about it. <laughs> um, and she's just and. She tells her full name, Relina, is like, oh, I'm Relina Dorland. She's like, oh, you must be uh, the diplomat, Dor- Dorland's uh, daughter. She's like, oh, yeah, I'm his... The asshole who forgets it's my birthday? Yes. <laughs> he says, yes, I'm his disobedient daughter. Who the <laughs> hell introduces themselves like that? She says it so, in, like, such a bitchy way, too. Like, yeah. what, what did I do to deserve that bitchiness? Right there, Major Sal should have been like, I don't think I should let her near that mysterious boy. <laughs> I think that could be a problem. <laughs> and she asks, what do you have him tied down for when she gets in there? Uh, meanwhile, Duo is on the uh, little screen there. She's like, He's like, oh, I guess you could totally read my lips right now, right? Well, the thing is, Duo breaks in somewhere, and I thought it was... Where the, is he? The, I thought he was in the same room. room. Yeah, yeah, but is it the same room that Major Sally was in? No, no, it's a different room. Okay. It's a different room? Because the, guy, the guy's there reading, reading a newspaper. newspaper. <laughs> like, eh, nothing. Where did he go? He's still there. He's reading his newspaper. He's like, mm. oh, nothing nothing new here. Okay, let me read my newspaper. Because he keeps his blood pressure as if he's unconscious somehow. Yeah, Duo like, talks about how remarkable that is. So, Which like, is physically impossible. Yes. <laughs> Unless you're a robot. Because <laughs> um, he, he also says that you, you're making no brainwaves. I'm like, that means he's brain dead. But I love the lip reading gag, even because it's just okay. It's anime first off. There's no. It's lips. anime lip flap. Lip yeah. flap. So, all I hear, all I hear is ah ah ah. This isn't Akira, okay? I can't see what you're saying. <laughs> or uh, uh, American animation. Mm-hmm. Um, or not animation. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, duo moves in eventually, and. They break their way out of there. Oh, freaking uh, right! Yeah, only after like hero, like what the hell did he do to get his his right he hand broke out it there? with his hand? I think with his bare hands, he just Bloody pulled mess. it off. Yeah, um, I thought that a little bit was about Lena uh, and Sally having a conversation in the elevators. Like, well, do you know his name? He's like, oh yes, we are such great friends. Of course, I know. <laughs> I forgot like, about that. That line makes, cracks me up every time. <laughs> no, we're we're actually dating. Yes, he's totally my boyfriend. He's such a sweet prince. And in probably one of my He favorite- came to my birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> he totally came to my birthday party and did not rip up the invitation. Um, not so, threatened to murder me. <laughs> and, and Duo and Hero jump out the window. Um, Let's so- go skydiving. Yeah. <laughs> Duo, has- okay, Duo has the coolest thing ever. It is really it's, cool. I, I wrote it down as some sort of twirly crutch. <laughs> like a mini helicopter thing? I don't like, know. I thought it was really a gun when he was just cool. carrying around. Like, yeah, I thought it was a gun. gun. I thought it was a cool-looking rifle. And then, no, it's, it's like an old. It's it's not just a gun. It's also a crutch. But it's a personal helicopter. <laughs> Order just, now. Order now and get two plus shipping and handling. <laughs> and it is the coolest thing. Yeah. Um, so. Duo just continues to be cool. He's Joe Cool. Meanwhile, Hero, I think, fell asleep in midair. Is that what happened? <laughs> Boy, I sure am tired. <laughs> Let me Let's take a nap. The lack Boy, of all, all of that blood I lost. <laughs> <laughs> 
And then Valina yells his name and he wakes up like most of the way down and tries to open his parachute, but instead okay, so runs down off. the cliff. It's like, oh, she yelled out to him. She loves him. And that woke him up. It's more like, oh, God, that sound. <laughs> it's like an alarm. Like, oh, I can't stand that. So I'm like, I'm up, I'm up, I'm up. What? Oh, I'm dying. <laughs> uh, and Sally says, I really hope that boy is not one of our enemies. Uh, I'm sorry to tell you, but. Uh, I think if someone blew up the freaking building to get him out there. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Pretty. Ast- uh, not very astute there, Major Sally. We come back from the commercial and we head to see uh, Zex at a base. And there's also a Zeppelin there for some reason. <laughs> oh, and, and a Commander Bonaparte. Can I oh, just mention like almost original as the name specials. <laughs> I don't. No, no. You think none of these names are are, are yeah, good because well, they're pretty, all numbers. Catra, yeah. Octavia. Come on, Zach. Pretty soon he'll be Commander Blonaparte. Oh, <laughs> not in this episode though. I, I, um, I, I didn't necessarily get what was going on. They're like, oh hey, shouldn't we, um, shouldn't we go there and like mobile suits and tanks he's like no blimps are the best (laughs) yeah that was the oddest thing i was like no we're gonna take the blimp blimps are cool do you own a blimp no i own a giant walking robot (laughs) or take a blimp and then actual tanks i can't i can't imagine the military like even today like using a blimp they'd be like no we have helicopters and planes and Things that, anything things that are not are harder targets that say shoot me. <laughs> not a big ball of helium where it's like shoot me and I'll explode. No, no, no. Big no. ball of fire. You're wrong because hydrogen explodes. Helium I, is not flammable. Helium just makes it first. Yeah, that makes it so much better when they're shooting at them. But the, it's still a slow moving <laughs> giant dirigible. Um, yeah. Big marshmallow in the sky. We can outrun these bullets. Come on, guys. <laughs> Anyway, we, we, get, the air yet? we get a full explanation uh, on the specials and the Romafeller uh, Foundation, foundation, not the Rockefeller Foundation. Uh, uh, you know, for kids. Uh, for kids, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And how Trace is an aristocratic douchebag. What is it? The specials supply all the... Okay, like, so it actually is kind of... I, I think it's it like actually relates to class warfare today. Like to be serious for a second, because you got that like no. literally class warfare. No, you you don't. Do no, no seriousness. <laughs> no, no, but, but to, just to go over, sorry, clarify. The specials offer all like the military weapons. So this is how the Romafeller Foundation funds the specials, who yes. then give all of that to the Earth Sphere Alliance. Okay. Yeah. So it's and Trey's runs the specials, which I is like, also awesome. I always like that uh, shot. The the panning up of Trey's and uh, yeah, that's, that's a great like, shot. Hey. It's a little wave. But, I mean, it's the the whole tension here. And the opening, I mean. The whole tension here is supposed to be the aristocrats versus the old school military types. Um, Like General Septim. Like General Septim uh, and Bonaparte. Uh, And I think there was one other guy in the last episode. Oh, Noventa? Is that Noventa? I think Noventa is the traditional military guy. I wrote it down somewhere. I don't know his name, uh, but it, it's, it's. I'm, I'm so blown away by Bonaparte. <laughs> it's it's a ridiculous name. Have we gotten to the surrendering thing yet? Oh God, no, we will, we will. Uh, well, it's basically after they blow up the blimp. I, uh, was it? No, they don't this... blow up the blimp in this one, do they? No, no they, they don't. don't. Uh, this next scene, I don't, oh no, uh, it got away! Damn it! Yeah, Zex, get away. <laughs> Zex talks with the uh, one of the guys, one of the specials, who's voiced by Don. His name Mack. is uh, I think he has a name Walker. I think yeah, yeah. Who shows him uh, 
a big ass mobile suit called the Tall Geese. One of the original mobile the suit original. models, which is interesting. Um, he said the Gundam reminded no him. mouth flaps in this scene. I thought that was so lazy. Like they're far away, but they're not too far away. It's where I could clearly see they don't have mouths. It's like that thing where they're in space, and to show them like glo- fly- floating through space, they just move yeah. the immobile character. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> That's traditional Gundam right there. Yeah. Uh, Bonaparte, meanwhile, is taking off, confident that a Gundam won't show up, and then a Gundam shows up, <laughs> <laughs> followed by another Gundam. So it's Troa. It's Troa, who's all. I, I, I still don't he understand. Just shoots this. everything. Like, I don't know if he's very technical. I don't know if he's pompous. I don't know what his deal is yet. He has a lot of guns. He's, he has he has a lot of monologuing. I think he's, he's ridiculous. I, think, I, I don't like Troa. So far, he also has the worst Gundam ever. Like, he has a shitty once Gundam. Once really? it's out of bullets, which it runs out of bullets all the time. It always it's runs like out of bullets. It's kind of useless. Okay, that is very true. Um, it looks cool, though. The color scheme, I guess, is cool, but it's a stupid Gundam. I don't. Here's it my... looks cooler in Endless Waltz, but like other than yeah. that, it's like it's still Here's the same flaw. With... Here's my problem with heavy arms. Uh, and this oh, that's is what's, that's what's called. And this <laughs> and this is like a trope in anime. Uh, it has booby guns. <laughs> and as a kid, I I did that. I'm like, uh, no, it's a fembot. Yeah. <laughs> You were, you were really well, into and, the booby guns, and bullets, which uh, is also kind of weird because it's like right above the cockpit as well. Okay, Castro yeah. loves I, all of these parts of, of Troa's Gundam. I, I just remember watching Digimon Two as a kid, and Metal Greymon shot missiles out of its tits, and <laughs> I always just thought it was really weird. I was like, no, "That's where boobies are." Even if you're a guy, it's still like it's still the boob zone. It's still the boob zone. <laughs> I feel uh, like, no, it's just just a missile. So Troa is like talking to himself while he's doing this, and then uh, the specials are all asking Bonaparte and his Zeppelin to retreat. Um, and then we go back, and Zex is now talking to Otto, who is not Walker, which is very confusing. They're I, two different I, people. I don't know who the hell's who. I'm just going, <laughs> I'm writing it down, so That's I'm trying to... the same five voice actors. <laughs> like, I would not have known these were different people if I didn't, if I weren't, like, paying attention writing this down. Uh, and I love what Zex here says. It's so condescending. He's like, it's humiliating, but I need your help, uh, Otto. It, it's like, come on, he's your subordinate. He's just supposed to ask him for help occasionally. You don't have to be a douche about it. Die uh, me. <laughs> anyway, then Troa's arms and chest are all out of bullets, and... Uh, I'm all out of gun food! <laughs> and, and since he's out of his gun food, one of the specialist guys is like, oh, I'm gonna get you now, totally gonna get you, and Catra shoots him and kills him. And well, this I'm sorry apologizes. <laughs> sorry. Well, this is Walker, right? This is the guy that showed... No, uh, no, no, this is a different guy. I think it's a different guy. No, how, how did Walker get back here? Wasn't he with Zex? Hmm. Uh, I think they're different. Isn't guys. Walker the one who says like, "Come get you, you come monsters. get me, you oh, monsters"? The same guy. Which like also made it into the tsunami trailer. That yes, I, I I will address a lot of these characters by the quotes that From made it into tsunami promos, and I think Walker. I call him "Come get me, you monster." Monsters. I don't yeah. know if that's the same guy, but I guess it might be. It's the same voice. It's the same voice. <laughs> I'm sure someone listening no, will. But if you say it in a different tone of voice, it completely changes its meaning. Come and get me, you monster. <laughs> hey. No, I will say I like that line because he screams and he's like, "Come get me, you monsters!" and like he blows up immediately. Which, which you know, just going off of memory, I think the next line that's supposed to follow that is just duo. Is no. Yeah. yeah, but that's when they show hero saying it. Oh yeah, that's true. So funny. 
Sorry. Much love to all the Toonami promos. But yeah, so then Catcher shows up for some reason. I, I don't know why he showed up. He was just there. Well, he helped. Uh, it's posse. Yeah. yeah. It was, they were probably on the same mission. Like he's, he's killing, uh, he's killing Alliance guys. He's like, sorry, sorry. And so, then, and then they start like kind of fighting, like that's grappling. Tro like, like, oh, another Gundam. I should kill it. <laughs> well, that's what Hero did too. Yeah. So these guys aren't best buddies. No, they're not. Uh, but then Catra gets out as like, uh, what did I write Stop here? The fighting. No, it's it's a it's a match made in heaven. Though Troa tries to strike Catra down and the fight, it's it, it's cute. Catra comes out and proposes that they shouldn't fight, and Troa comes out with his arms raised. Um, and then he apologizes to him. He's like, "I'm the one who surrendered first. No, I'm sorry. Stop apologizing, guys. Guys, it's forget like, it. It's, it's like the bad boyfriend or girlfriend that keeps apologizing." <laughs> No, stop apologizing. It's not attractive. Uh, and then the music plays in the background, and the it's wing just, is... Just communication will yeah. solve this whole problem. We'll stop the fighting. Just communication. Everyone oh, grab one hands. beat. Communication. Uh, and the, Sing along. The wing is pulled up with the death scythe while they're on the boat. And then Hero proceeds to be a badass and put his leg back in place. Oh my god, he snaps his broken leg and then he makes was that, a, in, was that on tsunami was that yes yes he makes a splint out of wrenches that is i i got to admit that is very badass uh i mean I, a little ridiculous i just like how we have like like two odd couples at the end of this episode we have troa and katra when katra is sensitive and i i, I don't know troa is moody I, i'm still trying to figure out what's his deal and troa has guns but but hero and duo are the buddy cop ones like eh, you're crazy hero you're crazy <laughs> you got four of them killed hey i'm trying to eat lunch here <laughs> you're right it is totally that so i i i've always liked the combo of hero and duo they're great put your hands down i was the first one to surrender and come out remember uh, so what did you guys think of this episode i liked hero putting his bone back in place <laughs> i that was cool so far, I did not enjoy this episode. I think in the middle, it just dragged. I was like, oh, my God, something better needs to happen. Because every time we, we, we cut to, uh, like, we, like, like with Wu Fei, we see Wu Fei, like, after he's, like, killed a bunch of people. So it says, oh, no one takes me seriously. And, like, well, I don't see anybody, so I don't take you seriously either, dude. Uh, and, just, and then, like, the whole, you know, Rockefeller, Rockefeller Foundation has explained, which is important for the plot, but it's that is that is important for later. It's not. I fun. forget how the Roma Feller Foundation fits into everything. Does do they come back? Like, isn't that like Trey's like don't, corporation? I think no, it's, it's, it's like his. Uh, it's like his step uncle or something. Oh, is that what it and is? And like, he yeah, Dorothy Catalonia's grandfather. Oh, yeah, God. he just uses the resources to like get shit done for Oz. Well, he's related what? to the guy who's the head of it. I'm actually Big. very excited to get deeper into the plot because I forgot just about everything. I mean, it has been like almost a decade since I've seen this. And by the end of it, you still won't remember it. <laughs> but like, the Gundams are really cool, but what the hell just happened? Yeah, I this was a I thought this was a fine episode. There was like less annoying Relina, right? I don't I know there was Relina. There's a ton of annoying. Far less of it, though. That's why this episode wasn't as funny. Yeah. I mean, it was, there were plenty of ridiculous moments. It's It doesn't have to be funny, you know. It could be good. Um, I'm fine <laughs> with that, too. No, that's not the show we're doing here, Zach. No, I mean, like, look, I, it's Gundam. 
I'll, I'll see how I feel about Gundam Wing when I'm all done. But, you know, when I watched it the first time, I loved it. Um, and I think the Toonami guys love it. And, you know, a lot of people who watched it on Toonami love it. Uh, I, you know, clearly there are parts of it that are ridiculous and don't hold up. But, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, any other thoughts from people? Uh, this sure was an episode. It's yeah. not one of the more exciting ones. Um, it's about to get a little more exciting, if I remember correctly. Like, some cool shit's about to yeah, it's happen. It's about to get exciting? Zach, yeah. what happens on the next episode? <laughs> next time on Gundam Wing, explosions. Buffet making explosions. Zach's looking cool. Duo annoyed about something. More explosions. A girl in a mobile suit? That's it. Oh, I, I actually really like the next episode. That's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, didn't I tease that well? <laughs> oh, man, you set me up, man. But that's about it's gonna do it for this week. Uh, I'd like to thank all you guys for coming on, Zach. Uh, thank you, Steve. Make sure to check out the One Piece Podcast at OnePiecePodcast.com. You can check me out on Twitter at Zach underscore Logan Z A C H underscore L O G A N. Ed. Um, thanks for having me on, Steve. Really enjoyed it. Of course. Jose. Uh, you can find me at Jose underscore CNN. Uh, I apologize also for the slight interruptions. I was probably going to be edited out, but sorry for that, guys. It's cool. It's cool. You're very, (laughs) uh, you're a very busy guy. So, uh, Steve, uh, they could also check us out. I set up uh, a Twitter account. If you don't already know, it's at endless schmaltz. Uh, you can also email us, uh, thoughts, opinions, stuff. Uh, if we get them in time, uh, gmail at endlessschmaltz at gmail.com zach came very prepared yes thank you for that zach and no also problem. you could follow me uh on like twitter tumblr steve yurko and of course my website is steve and until next time everybody blimps are the best <laughs> you mean to say it's a monster oh yes that's right <laughs> till next time and <laughs> come get me you monster. remember next <laughs> God, <it's> like, remember <laughs> Next time, I don't know. How about we'll see you guys next week when you come get me, you monsters? No, that was terrible either. What's this? (laughs) (laughs) See you later, everybody. Bye. to find out what this thing could handle. Sorry.